Let me get it out. To dream a frog is a good omen. I'm covered in neon tree frogs now. Watching the four or five clear tornadoes, a new forest will rise out of the splinters. I dream I'm in grad school and I don't get lost in the hallway. This means I don't have to go to grad school. The castle explodes with life, flowers bursting from the windows, old cracks covered in rainbow and moss. The invisible goblin smiles at me from its own dimension. It's a beautiful day in the gulch, and I don't know where we are. We're in something something <laughs> woods, and uh, we're really out here though. Yeah, we're walking in a creek bed that is very green and beautiful. Yeah, we don't even know where the trail begins or ends, but we're yeah. just really out here for real. And there's like, it's been, this place has been going crazy with fungus. Like look at that. Look at that log over there and look how much mushrooms are on it. We should go check it out, yeah. I think. Dude, those are just rocks stacked up on the... You sure? I don't know. Either, either way, it, that's interesting. You know what this area looks like to me? What? It looks like where we were at when we went to that cave. Look, a fairy house. Oh, whoa, fairy house. Dude, that's what I'm saying. Those are just stacked up. Yeah. Yeah, maybe you're right. I think we're near that cave, right? No, we're nowhere near that cave. We're just in the same, like, biome. Oh, well. Well, this is really... We're used to scenes like this, but I think this is really picturesque. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm not numb to... I'm not immune to, to the... To the wonder and awe. Not at all. Of the... Of random ass places in indiana that you have to like drive through some neighborhood to end up at. <laughs> yeah, yeah man like, you were right about the geos houses. yeah no but i was kind of right at the end of the day oh yeah you're right there's mushrooms growing out along the stacked up geodes and just to kind of give trippy. a little heads up to the listeners i'm extremely low on batteries and at any time we might have to cut out and go to the CVS and buy more batteries. <laughs> and if we do that, we're gonna be somewhere else. Yeah, this is great. Where, where do you think the closest CVS is? Oh, probably out in Steinsville. Steinsville? <laughs> All the way in Steinsville? Yeah. It's buggy out here though, yeah. I must say. Yeah, that's interesting you've been dreaming about going to grad school. I had a dream my teeth fell out. <laughs> like I was chewing on like some taffy and I pulled out two molars. And Carl Young, you know that guy you like? He says- Yeah, he's all right. He says when you dream about your teeth falling out, it represents like rebirth or change. No, he doesn't. Yeah, he does. I thought I thought it's you're concerned about uh, your physical appearance. Well, I just googled it. Oh, really? And that's I mean that's what like your read makes more sense to me. It seems like you're more. It's more about like. Uh, oh, that was a crawdad. I thought maybe oh, it was a nice. toad since we've been seeing so many toads. Yeah, we saw like three toads already. 
Yeah, I don't really buy the young the Jungian read on it. I think I think I'm worried about my health or something. Well, I think that uh what is the Jungian read on it again? It's about rebirth or change, like death, like the tarot card for death. I feel like yeah. I feel like you could say that about like literally any like dream any dream or any, also you could say it about any tarot reading. Because when are you not going through change? Or when are you not going through a rebirth or a transition? Right, especially when you're dreaming. Like, you're literally minutes away from beginning a new day. And your dream is constantly shifting and changing, too. A dream can't, like... A dream can't chill. A dream is constantly... constantly yeah, it's constantly m- moving. Itself. Yeah, even, like, when you want the dream to be... to. Like, oh, I just want to be eating this meal forever. Like, all of a yeah. sudden, like, the food doesn't have flavor. And then yeah. you look up and who you're dining with is, They don't like, have eyes. Yeah. Or, like, and then... Or, I don't know, what were you going to say? Uh, I was just waiting for you to fill in. Then suddenly, you're eating a plate of cockroaches. Yeah. Yeah, I was just, I was just throwing you a slow ball for you to hit out of the park. <laughs> I hit it out of the park. We're in a park right now. In a sense, yeah. A park so big that it would be impossible to hit anything out of it. Yeah. But I'm still going to aim for the top anyway. Yeah. Even if you hit a foul ball and it goes into the stands, you hit it out of the park. I guess we should just turn around. Yeah, I guess we'll just turn around. Go back up the path that we know. Shit. It's still skip though. Yeah, it's easy to skip a rock across land. I swear to God, I swear to God, this this creek looks exactly like by that cave, Patton Cave. That's just what creeks look like around here. Yeah. It looks like a. Is this some type of? Uh, mushroom like a chanterelle or something yeah it looks like a chanterelle i didn't mean to just pull it off the log like that because I, I wasn't sure well if it look was a at look at that it might have been a flower wild grapes or normal grapes that somebody left out here damn someone just set them on the leaf here I'll, let's play it yeah i'll put the chanterelle next damn dude grapes. that looks like some uh, some noma shit. yeah precisely noma noma's old hat though is it really I just don't think it exists anymore. Really? Maybe there's some. Maybe if we look around, we can find wild grapes. Dude, they'd be growing on a trellis. Well, not in the wild. They'd be growing on a trellis. Yeah, keep so your eyes out trellis. for some trellises, some wild yeah. trellis. Hmm. Or maybe like a trellis-like type structure. This is. We're like literally in a gulch of some kind, right? Yeah, because we're like walking. In the ravine marked by the course of a fast stream. Mm-hmm. Not long, no longer there. Textbook. Textbook. Yep. Feels very on brand. Yep. Being myself is on brand. Being <laughs> myself is so. Yeah. I will. I wanted to ask you about. Like, the other time that we were talking, the other week, I forgot to ask you about 
you went to a cryptid museum. That's oh, yeah. Man. Yeah, for this what podcast? Is, yeah. yeah, absolutely. What is a... Uh... Well, it's funny, you know, when, when, like, cryptozoology, it's like the study of hidden things. Um, so, like, how do you have a museum full of artifacts for uh, creatures or phenomenon that have never been officially recorded, right? Well, it turns out <laughs> you fill it up with a lot of tchotchkes and, like, uh, things printed off from the internet. But even even so, it was, like, really charming, and I learned something about, like, some kind of, like, Indonesian cryptid, some, like, hidden man of the forest type type creature. What was that guy? Um, it's like orang something or the other. Orang something. Um, and it's just like a little miniature Bigfoot, I guess. Oh, mini Bigfoot. Yeah. You know, something with island dwarfism. Uh. Bigfoot, but with island dwarfism. I think they made a movie about that. Littlefoot. I never saw it, though. A Land Before Time? Yeah. I've never I've never seen an entire episode of Land Before Time. Episode? I mean it might as well be an episode. There's like twenty movies. Whoa, dang. Plus the new season of Stranger Things, each episode is about as long <laughs> as a movie. <laughs> Have you been watching that? No. Yeah. No. Have you? Uh I was for a little bit. And, I mean, off and on. Like, it's, like, pretty bad. People really like it, but I think, like, the dialogue and the, like, attempts at humor and, like, the teen drama are all really, really bad. Oh, really? Yeah, but then, like, the action scenes can be captivating. I can't remember. I I remember I watched the first episode of the first season. And... I was like, eh, that was cool, I guess. And we're back. Two days later, two days wiser. Yep. Alex has got his bass guitar. It's actually Jack's bass. Alex has got Jack's bass guitar. Uh, yep. Do you have good tone when you're on your amp? It's like Kaler's amp. Yeah, it's pretty good. I, uh, well, we should tell them what happened in the woods. I think there isn't much to say. I think I announced that I was going to run out of batteries. Oh, yeah. And we ran out of batteries. Yeah. So here we are on Thursday. I'm going to play, uh, I'm going to play, like, one of the full stride songs. What do you think? Should I do it? Yes. Nice, a slide for the breakdown. Can't do the slide with my fingernails. 
So that's one. Just do the set. Do the set? Yeah. I feel like this this is going out of tune. Something like that. Nice. Way to go. Wait. Is that everything? No.
Yeah, that's. I don't know. It's easier when that. It's it's easier when uh, Tina. Yeah. When Tina's playing guitar, and I can just look at what Tina's playing, mm-hmm. and then I can follow. And also, it sounds better when the guitar is plugged in. Right. And when there's drums. And when there's drums and chant sings. Yeah. So where can people see you perform that song live? Uh, Full Stride is gonna be. There's per- like a performing on the there. 29th. Yeah, there's dust on the guitar on the headstock. You should polish that up so you look crispy. Yeah, on the show. On the 29th. On the 29th, we're going to play at the Eiffel with Inner Peace and Go, Go, Go and uh, Hellbender. After we went hiking that day, I found a tick on me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I took it off me and I... uh, I was like, man, how should I kill this? And the way I thought to do it was I just wrapped it up in a paper towel and threw it away. It's like, there's mm-hmm. no way it's going to get out of that. Yep. Then today, or maybe it was yesterday, I look on the kitchen wall and there's that same damn tick. How do you know it's the same one? Well, I guess it might not be, but I think it's, it's, the, pr- same it's the same one. So this time I put it in a napkin, but I lit it on fire. Whoa. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure it's dead for real. I feel like, it's funny, I feel like ticks are the one animal where it's okay to just, like, follow your most sadistic impulse to get rid of. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know. I mean, mosquitoes, mosquitoes too. Yeah, I punish mosquitoes on sight. There's a lot of animals that I'll have to kill just without even thinking about it, and then I don't feel bad. Ticks, mosquitoes things like that yeah but that's the thing about ticks is they're actually kind of hard to kill yeah so you have to go crazy you definitely can't just put it in a tissue and throw it in the trash no i it's, thought you can't squash them right you can't squash them you kind of have to light them on fire well you can squash or chop them, it in half or something or chop it in half if you're gonna squash it something i learned a long time ago is like you have to squash it like sideways Oh, that makes sense, yeah. You can't squash it from the top. I remember I had pulled a giant one off of my dog, T-Bone. T-Bone was like this little toy fox terrier. A sweet little pup. When she had this big... I thought she had like a tumor. And I realized it was a giant tick that had just been on her forever. It was about the size of like a nickel. And it was plump. And I put it, I pulled it off of her and I put it in a tissue and I tried to squash it and I couldn't. But then I turned it on its side and it just popped like, and it was, it exploded and made a really loud sound. And it was full of black goo. The goo's weird. Isn't that just blood? I think it was just my dog's blood. Congealed blood. Yeah. Yeah. But it was really gross, the whole thing. Yeah, I looked for, my, for ticks all over myself. I couldn't find any. Did you uh, find any more? Or just that nope, one? just the one. Did it bite you? I think it bit me. Where? On my leg. You got a circular... No. Circular welt? They have to be attached for like 24, 48, or 36 hours for that to happen, I think. 24, 48, 36... 
Doesn't matter because it was only attached to me for two. If that. Yeah, it'll be good. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I actually found one on crawling on my leg in my truck. When? And I just threw it out the window. Uh, this was like two months ago now. That's the only one I've seen all season. But one time I got completely covered head to toe in the tiny ticks. Completely covered head to toe? Yeah. It was in 2016. I went off the path to go visit the haunted cabin by Flat Rock. There's a creepy abandoned cabin where there's no pathway to get to it. And my friend took me there and we went off the path. I was covered head to toe in these little ticks, like the size of a pinhead. They were like all over my feet. They were in my hair, on my arms. They were on my genitals. Sounds like a dream you had. It was real. And I poured bleach all over myself. Because <laughs> I had an anxiety attack about it. And I went out and for some reason I thought maybe I had scabies. I was like, I'm all itchy. And it's like, obviously I'm itchy. I was just covered in all these little ticks. And I think I got them all off, but I don't know. Remember that time you thought you had bed I, bugs at your house? I went out into a thunderstorm <laughs> in the backyard. And I stood in the thunderstorm, and then I poured this gallon of bleach all over myself. Yeah, I remember when I ha- thought I had bed bugs in my house. Or they were fleas, maybe. I thought. No, I thought they were fleas. Yeah. Well, I did actually have fleas twice, but and that's probably what caused those anxieties. And I had also had bed bugs once, I think. But. should like talk over uh over you playing bass like you should play like a like kind of you should do like a climbing bass line yeah i don't know how to do it yeah you're doing it see if you can play it down here because it sounds like, uh, if you do it on these strings, it sounds like you can hear it more. Well, I don't want people to be able to hear it, because then I don't have to play the right note. So you start saying some kind no, of you poetry. you say it. You're the poet. I could play the bass line. Alright, you play the bass line. Alright, let's see here. Yeah, daddy. So there I was, so there I was, walking down the, walking down the moonlight uh, parkway, walking down the sidewalk in the nighttime. Yeah. So there I was, walking down uh, Limestone Greenway. And it felt like a freeway, cause I was free and on my way. Yeah, so there I was, 
walking down Clear Creek Trail. But the creek was unclear and the trail was going here and there and everything was I was unaware call that the unclear creek <laughs> and so I may speak of walking down the rail trail oh yeah baby A little cream it's getting near done. Damn. I think you're this this string's out of tune. It's it. Oh well, it was in drop D, and then oh. I and then I just I messed with it. So it's getting near dark, man. Damn. Light shining through on you. I didn't know you knew how to play cream on bass. Yep, there's a lot Eric of Clapton. things about me you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I love learning new things about my friends. Oh, that's a funky line. You know what that is? No. You know what that is. No, I don't. What, what do you think? Guess. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Really? Oh, it's Louie Louie. No. Are you fucking with me? Sorry. Are you what messing with me? Some... Some people call me <laughs> the Space Cowboy. Oh, yeah. Some, Some call, call me the, the gangster, gangster of love. love. It was my favorite part. Some people call me Maurice. Do the slide. Because I speak of the. Because I speak of the true nature of love. What does he say? What word does he use when he says that? It, he says like pomposity. Like preposity. He says like pomposity of love. What is the real word? I don't know. Let's look it up. Because right. I always wondered. Some people call me Maurice. Because I speak of the hippopotamus of Pompatus. Yeah. Is it because there's a famous hippopotamus called Maurice? No, Pompatus. What's Pompatus? I don't know what Pompatus is. This is like in you the, said Pompatus. Yes, the on on the lyrics on Google it says Pompatus. P O M P A T U S. Let's look up what Pompatus is. One who, who is pompous, pompous or splendid. Yeah. Quotations: Pomp, ostentatious. It's a com- combination of pomp and o- ostentatiousness. But it's a nonce word. A nonce? Yeah. What is... It's like a non-word? Is pompatus a real word? Pompatus, or pompatus, is a nonce word coined by Steve Miller. He made it up. 
the, the lyrics of the Joker. Joker include the quatrain. Some people call me the Space Cowboy. Some people call me the Gangster of Love. Some people call me Maurice, because I speak of the pompadous of love. Each line references a track on a previous Miller album. Space Cowboy on Brave New World, Gangster of Love on Sailor, and Enter Maurice on some other Steve Miller record that no one's listened to. <laughs> Although Miller claims he invented the words epistemology, he didn't reinvent epistemology. <laughs> no, that's epismatology. Oh, epismatology. Miller claims he invented oh. the words epismatology and pompatus. What does epismatology mean? It's a metathesis of the word epistemology. Um, what is that? Both what are is a metathesis? It's uh, a word where the letters are in different order. Both are, <laughs> so you just spelled it wrong. Both are variants of words which Miller it most... It means the same thing, but I spelled it wrong. Which Miller most likely heard in a song by Vernon Green called The Letter. Uh. Green's The Letter, as performed by the medallions, had the lines, Oh, my darling, let me whisper sweet words of pismatality and discuss the puppetudes of love. The puppetudes? Yeah. See, puppetudes, that's a better fake word. But that sounds pop positive. In Where tw- pompitude... Or pompatus. Yeah, pompatus. Sounds like, oh, that's like, love stinks. Yeah. But puppetude sounds kind of like a word I can't to believe describe that, young that, love. Yeah. Pompatus. It's like in the Blink-182 song where they're like, watching, waiting, commiserating. Like, is that, did that use, did they use that word right? Or did they? I mean, it, I what think. does commiserating mean? I think it's like to express misery with someone else at the same time. Watching, so like if he's commiserating by himself, then it, he didn't use it right. Cause I'm a picker, I'm a, a grinner, I'm a grimmer, I'm, I'm, I'm a, a lover, uh, yeah. I'm a sinner. I play my music in the sun. I'm a choker, I'm a smoker. I'm a midnight toker, and I've got one hand in my pocket, and, and the, the other, other one's, one's giving, giving up peace sign. <laughs> I'm a smoker, I'm a toker, I'm a bitch, I'm a lover, I got one hand in my pocket, and the other one's smoking a cigarette. Smoking a cigarette. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking of another... Oh, everyone's. I remember that. Uh, remember that song. Let's get it percolated, haterated. Yeah. Why'd you watch it dance with me? You got that punk and sold that. What was that, Mary J. Blige? I almost think it was the Pussycat Dolls. No, let's. Everyone at the school was like, "What does percolate mean? What does percolated mean?" And no one knew. But everyone pretended like it was something sexual and that they knew. Yeah. But I don't know what it really means. What is per like a what is a percolator and what is well? It I mean think about the way song? you make coffee. I think it's like when you boil water and it like goes up into a different chamber. So what is what is it? Is it a euphemism in that song, or is it just talking about just like I think it's just like let's up. make it happen. Let's let's churn. Let's churn it up. Yeah, let's, let's churn the butter. Let's like get, get it popping. Yeah. And it just sounds cool. Like, what's percolating? I like the idea of making up words or using them wrong and it doesn't matter. There's also that James Brown song where uh, it's like the 
what he's talking about the man he's it's a man's this is a man's world but it wouldn't be nothing without the t a woman or a girl and he says man made the electrolyte <laughs> and you know he's talking about the electric light yeah but he says electrolyte which is not something man made I hope there's that Courtney Barnett song where she's like, Now I drink a percolator, never had a latte greater. Oh, wow. But you don't make a latte from a percolator. Really? Yeah. Because a percolator is more like a Chemex? It's something like a Chemex, I guess, yeah. Yeah, you don't make a latte with a Chemex. Hmm. Look at this. Oh. There's a weird bug on me. Yeah, it's, it's kind of buggy out. And we're in the dog days of summer, I think. Is that too early? Is it too early to say we're in the dog oh, days? Oh, we're well in the dog days, I'd say. It's like Anything after, July. like, 4th of July, I feel like. Like, once 4th of July go, comes around, then just... Summer is, like, you know, at the end of the hour. Yeah, class. all the drama happens after 4th of July. Everyone blows their hand off on 4th of July, or like... Yep. But, I mean, like, technically, we're, like, in, like, mid midsummer, or maybe even still the first half of it. Like, yeah, technically. It's been, like, about a month of summer. But it feels like you're like yeah, three that months season. In. The seasons are nonsense. Like the way things the line up are on nonsense. The, I mean, the way things line up on the equinox or whatever, like that's that's ridiculous. Like it's technically summer until the end of September. <laughs> this is, I'm just matching your mood of how. What oh, you're how saying. Yeah, I was getting so worked up about how ridiculous and arbitrary the seasons are. But there's a beauty to that. Yeah, there's like a light, delicate irony to the way that how we perceive the seasons doesn't have a one-to-one -one relationship with the calendar year. Yeah. Because time is something that gets me going. It gets me circulating. No, sexually, I mean. But oh, sexually? Yeah. Uh. Uh. <laughs> you should play bass like that in the hardcore band. Play, go I play, play your all the songs slap parts? Yeah, play your songs again like slap parts. What outfit are you going to wear for your first show? I'll probably just wear this shirt. It's got a bunch of Native American guys on it. It says, Homeland Security. Fighting terrorism since 1492. Yeah, it's a gangster classic shirt.
I listened. I was listening to uh, Zen Mind, the Beginner's Mind, the other day, and it was read by this guy called Peter Coyote. Yeah. And the whole time I thought he was the Native American dude. Yeah. He's just Spanish. No, he's not. Yeah, like Don Quixote. No, Coyote. I know. I'm just playing. Coyote. Yeah. Well, I called him Coyote. I was called him Peter, Peter Coyote, and then the chode was like. I think his name is just Peter Coyote. And we were like, let's just look this guy up. And and it turns out he's a Jewish guy. Oh. Yeah. And, like, uh, he did peyote. And I was, reading, I was reading the story of his life, and I was like, oh, okay. This is going to be one of those annoying, like, white people appropriating Native culture kind of vibe stories. Uh-huh. And, but when I read it, it was like, like everything tracked, you know, along with what I was thinking. He was like, yeah, he did, uh, peyote and he saw this coyote in a vision. And then later he saw like in life, he saw a book of poetry that had the same coyote tracks that he saw in the snow the next day or whatever. And then... And I was thinking, oh, so then he decided he was going to change his name to Coyote. But then really what happened was he met this this uh, Native American shaman guy. And he was like, he told him the story of his trip. And the guy was like, this means you can either continue as a white man or you can consider that the universe has opened itself up to you and should you choose to study it and listen you can become a human being and then he changed his name to Peter Coyote and he became a human being yeah and I like that a lot I like that I'm reading this uh, Tao Lin book about um What's it about? What's it about? What's it about? It's like my name, the name part of my brain is fried. What's about? What's it is it about? What's it called? What's it called? Who's the rainbow dreadlocks guy? Uh, Terrence McKenna? Yeah, it's about Terrence McKenna. Oh, really? Yeah. He becomes obsessed with Terrence McKenna, so he wrote this... Yeah, Talon became obsessed with Terrence McKenna, so he wrote this short book about Terrence McKenna. Hey, that sounds cool. Yeah. Is it like a... Is it fiction? No, it's non-fiction. So it's, like, first he, like, chronicles stuff about Terrence McKenna, then he, like, talks about different drugs that Terrence McKenna did, and then he talks about different drugs that he does, and... Oh. Yeah. That sounds really interesting. It's mildly interesting. I like Talon, though. I like books like that. Yeah. I kind of like nonfiction, where it's, like, just a guy talking about spirituality and drugs and stuff. I know it's, like, really... It's kind of, like, a cliche, like, kind of, like young guy thing to like you know yeah sort of pseudo spirituality yeah pseudo intellectual uh philosophy yeah but that's my shit i love that and so i love terrence mckenna i've never read any tao lin i always thought i always just kind of lobbed him in with the like alt lit people he is yeah he is but yeah that sounds like probably pretty interesting. I like nonfiction. Really? Yeah. It's kind of funny how the two, like, fiction comes first. 
you know what I mean? Like, like nonfiction is the, uh, it, it, there's not like a positive word for it. It's only, you can only describe it by what it isn't. And like, mm-hmm. and fiction is the default for a book. Yeah, that's funny. Is it funny? I think so. Why is it that way? Because humans are natural storytellers. You think? Yeah. Are they liars? They're just naturally freaking liars? We are the only species that can lie. You think? Yeah. I think maybe Coco the gorilla could play a trick. What about... What about animals with camouflage to look like... That's not lying. To look like eyes. That's the truth of their nature. But they're lying to the other animals, like a butterfly that looks like a snake's head. The butterfly doesn't know it's doing that, though. It was just born that way. If you don't know that you're lying, is it still lying? Hmm, that's interesting. Well, I don't think camouflage is lying. What a... It's deceiving. It's... Camouflage, if it's... Camouflage, if you're a predator... It's lying. Camouflaged if you're prey. It's you're just chilling, minding your own business. What about some? What if you're in the middle of the food train? Food chain. Food train. A chameleon could be predator, could be prey. Could be predator, could be prey. Sometimes I tell the truth, and some sometimes I'm a joker. I'm a smoker. I'm a midnight joker. Or what about a possum plays dead when it's not dead? That's a defense mechanism. So by the schema that you've developed, since it's it's a prey animal, it's not lying. Yeah, I don't know if that completely tracks. I don't think it does. think none of it's lying because it, that's not language yeah it's not language I guess well look you see that praying mantis yeah you yeah let's go look, look at, at it? it we got ourselves a little praying mantis it's a baby it's like what? Do you think like it's a baby a or do you think it's a no, it's an adult size but it's just like a small species? I think it's a baby. Cuz that's I've never I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. It's I think it's I think it's a it's a pretty healthy sized praying mantis. You think I can pick it up? Yeah. Will I hurt it? I don't know. Oh, it yeah. just jumped away. It's so agile. It's right here on this stick. Wow, it's really fast. Sometimes they'll just like chill on your hand, but this one is like kind of really small and fast. It could be a, a male too. Yeah, I feel like that, I feel like a praying mantis has sexual dimorphism. Yeah, like the males are smaller yeah. and they're faster. Kind of, a, I always think those animals that mate, 
and then die. It's a pretty depressing life. Yep. I guess it's a good way to go. Yeah, it's, you know. Well, what's this bug right behind coming up? Here? I don't know. Do you think it's a predator or a prey? It's oh, kind it's of big. Spider. Oh, really? Oh my god, it's like a jumping spider who's coming up to attack him. Wow. That would be an interesting... Yeah, that would be awesome. Remember that Japanese bug fights YouTube? I think we've talked about this before. I don't know. It was just like uh, Japanese bugs fighting each other? Essentially. Was there Japanese beetles? Not like the Japanese beetles that we have, but there mm. were Japanese beetles. Mm. Dude, the praying mantis is like licking its claw. You see that? Yeah, it must be licking the blood off of its scythe. I like seeing that. It's not every day that I see one of these. They look like an alien. Yeah, they're like the one bug where you look into its eyes and you feel like there's something going on in its head. Yeah. I bet Terrence McKenna likes... Uh, I bet Terrence McKenna probably really liked them. Because they're like aliens. They look like something that you'd see when you're tripping. Yeah. A little cyberkinetic gnome or whatever he always talks about. Yeah, the machine elves. Well, any final thoughts? Um, what did you think of that woods we went to? Th those woods were awesome. I'd like to go back. Yeah, that all the houses around there were really cool. Yeah, way out in Unionville. Way out in Unionville, and then I liked the name of the place. It was called Scarlet Oak. I wonder if the, there's the the leaves turn red in the fall there. Maybe so. We'll have to go back in the fall. Could be good.